Yo, 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 what's going on? This is the Make the World Laugh Reboot Debut Podcast Live. I'm excited. Let's go. I got my first guest, my man, my brother, comedian, Marcus Shakes, a.k.a. Shakes the Comedian. Let's go. What's up, y'all? I want to say, hey, Rob, thank you for having me here, man, on the debut of it. All right, Rob, Make the World Laugh. This is fun, man. I appreciate you for having me. Man, no doubt. All right, so how we going to start the first show off, the debut of Make the World Laugh? Okay, man. Hey, everybody, my special guest. We take a shot. So, this is shit to everything. Let's get it. 2019. Ah, bro, man, put some hair on your chest. Shit on your chest. All right, so we're going to get it started. So, first, introduce the audience who you are. Let you know. Uh, my name is Marcus Shakes, also known as Shakes the Comedian, man. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Shakes the Comedian, Facebook, Marcus Shakes. And you probably have seen me all around the city doing my thing. I'm trying. I love all the support. I can't see the ones who join the lab, but I appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right, so let's get into it. So, you being from Chicago, man, like, so what What inspires you to do comedy? Uh, really, uh, my teacher. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my teacher, like, um, my senior year, uh, she was just sat me down, you know, actually having a real human experience, talking to me about life, was like, hey, mm-hmm. um, what you want to do after school? I know you, you smart and everything, you like school, but... What else really do you want to do? And I was like, uh, you know, I want to do something with entertainment. And she was like, you should try stand-up comedy. And literally, two weeks after that, my friend put together a comedy show. And I ended up doing 30 minutes the first time I performed. The first? Damn, that's 30 genius, minutes. though. 30 yeah, minutes your first time? Yeah. Like, you weren't nervous or nothing? I, I was nervous. I was like, <laughs> all, hey, look, it wasn't all the glitz and glamour. The first 15 minutes was probably good. But after that, it was like... <laughs> Get me off the stage, but it was fun, man. It was a blessing. It was a dope experience. Um, we had actually had a packed house. It was me and my homie, and, and it was fun. And you know, seven, eight years later, I'm still doing it. So and that's dope, though. And, you know, a lot of a lot of great comedians got that story about how they had like a teacher or like a mentor or somebody mm-hmm. around the neighborhood and told them like, "Yo, you should do stand up comedy." And you started. You said you started at way. Uh, I started seventeen. Dang, seventeen. Yeah. Man, I was seventeen. I wasn't even thinking about comedy. Like I was always a a, a fan of comedy. Like yeah. I grew up watching like Def Comedy yeah, Jam and comedy. Did. So was that an inspiration for you? Too? Yeah, that, well, I'm gonna tell you, my inspiration was Martin Lawrence. That was mine too. Yeah, I, um, Run Tell Dad. I was in like like. Fifth grade when it came out, fourth, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade. And, uh, I wasn't even supposed to be watching it. And I went upstairs, I was in my auntie house, and uh, it was run till that. And I was in love with comedy. My favorite bit is the drunk hugs. Man, that dude, <laughs> that is my favorite, favorite bit. Like if y'all don't know about run till that, that was Martin Lawrence's uh, second live stand up, like after he. Uh, had the coma and he got back on the scene and started doing all this. <laughs> ah, that man, after he started doing all, like that's when he got back on the scene after Martin got canceled and he had Blue Streak and none to lose. Yeah, all his movies came out and he had he went into a coma and after the coma. He said he wanted to tell his story. He didn't want to eat how he would start to tell his story. Yeah. And Run Tell That came out in like two thousand one, two thousand two. When I tell you the scene he talking about the drunk scene. I memorized that scene, oh, bro. Are you okay? You, I, I memorized that like alright, so quick thing about me, like I went to this shit called Job Corps. I went to Job Corps, right? And like I used to I used to do that that whole scene for people. 
That whole little drunk scene was like, yo, macaroni and cheese, fuck <laughs> up. Like, I used to do <laughs> that shit the whole time. Tell your mother to stay out of your, your face. face. Yo, <laughs> if y'all haven't seen that, y'all need to go watch Run Till That. Please go watch it's Run like, Till That. It's like, it's, it's equal to uh, You So Crazy. Man. Like, you, it's an older Martin, but he still got the leather suit on. It's a yellow leather suit, and he, he's still energetic, man. Is is the foot, and that's crazy that you said Martin was your, because Martin was my inspiration too. Yeah. Like, I grew up, and you know I'm old, show my age like ninety three. I was ten years old. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, <laughs> so ninety three. I, I was born in eighty three. So ninety three. I was ten years old, and the hottest comedy show on TV was Dev Comedy Jam. And like you, I wasn't even supposed to be watching it. Yeah, I wasn't even be post. I wasn't even supposed to be watching it, but I would sneak. And like catch little episodes, yeah. and I would just watch Martin as a host. But even before that, I was a big fan of the show. Yeah, the show itself. The show. How far the show? The came. show. The show itself. Like I would go to school, and I remember this one girl. She uh, talked about me because I went to school, and I would <laughs> act like Martin, bro. I would yeah. act like because I, I was already short. So I would just act like oh, super animated and exaggerated. Cause yeah. I, I remember one joke I did in class. And it was like a Martin type joke because this girl, she had just broke up with her boyfriend. Like, we fifth grade, 10 years old, 10 years old. Young as ever. Don't even really know what relationship is. And she was crap. I was like, oh, yo, your heart broke into pieces. Like, <laughs> ah, black, 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 black. I did like the whole Martin thing. I did it all. Yeah, man. I was she, like, oh, yeah, she, yeah. your heart broke into pieces. Like, smacking it black, black, black. Like, how animated Martin was. Like, I did that. Hey, she ain't like this. <laughs> she ain't like that shit. But I thought that shit was funny as hell. I bet it was, though. So, growing up, you said your teacher inspired you. Yeah. And then Martin Lawrence. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You know what? I, I was telling somebody this story earlier. I said, actually, quote, unquote, the first time I kind of, I guess, tried stand-up was on the fly. Um, I wasn't doing no work in class. We had a substitute and um. The, the substitute came in and I was like, do no work, it's a substitute. I was Man, like, shout, out to the, shout out to the substitutes that get mad, disrespected when the real teacher ain't there. Yeah, like, your classroom act a fool when your teacher cold, ain't there. Like, cold hearted fool, but this day, um, I was all the way in the back. I remember this like it was yesterday, and uh, she came to the back of the class and she tried to embarrass me. She gonna ask me, knowing I didn't have nothing on my paper, my paper was blank, y'all. Completely blank. Everybody else was writing, I wasn't writing nothing. She was like, Marcus, um, what do you got on your paper? And I had nothing on it. And I was like, um, and then she just asked me, like, go up there and read it to the class, trying to embarrass me. Because, you know, usually you younger, you go in and be like, hey, I'm going to just, I ain't got nothing to sit back down. But I was like, you know what? Watch this. I got something for you. You think you can embarrass me? I'm going to embarrass you. Went up there, actually freestyled a story about a fat man who had a fat attack. <laughs> <laughs> all the fat coming up his heart. And he was like, oh, and died. And I was like, oh, I can't tell you the full story. Now it's just funny you say it. And I, I, I ended up doing that story. And um, it was so funny. They ended up making me tell it around the school. Oh, that's dope, yeah, though. Yeah, I ended up telling around school. And like my classmates was like, add me into it. So I ended up writing a story. The concept was about like, they went to a, a food fair or something, and like it was a pie-eating <laughs> contest. And dude, he had like three stomachs, and he ain't never lost. <laughs> Not he three stomachs. Shocking when he won. It was crazy. Man. It was crazy. And I said that's the first time he tried to stand. As you can see, I, I really like school was fun, but school wasn't really too fun. <laughs> it wasn't too. I mean, sometimes in some cases, like it's not for everybody. Like a lot of geniuses don't finish school because they smart in other ways. 
But uh, you said you made up a story. So when you did your first stand-up, you said you did 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, the night before, did you, like, have a set? Or? Uh, yeah, actually, I uh, leading up to that point from, like, when I first was notified about having a show, I started writing, like, okay. stuff. Like, I had a notepad. I actually still got it in my book bag, actually. That's true. My first notepad, and I still write in it. And um, from that day, I was just writing, just jotting stuff down that I was seeing that I was funny and shit. I was smoking, too, so. <laughs> young days, you know, it was funny, so I had a good time, man. 30 minutes, I was super nervous, though, bro. 30 minutes super of nervous. straight comedy foot. Fire, and that's crazy because the first notebook that I wrote my jokes in, I still got that notebook too. It's all beat up, raggedy. I take it so, everywhere. I take it everywhere. I take my like my one liners, my punch lines. Yeah, I write them in that uh, in the notebook. That's that's crazy. So you did thirty minutes. Do you remember what day it was? Um, yeah, it was. Um, damn, I actually I'm sharing it on Facebook. Um, I believe I want to say April twenty eighth. Stop playing. Yeah, I just had a show. Whatever sh- I had did a show with um, what's brother's name? I can't think of his name right now. But uh, Eric Mitchell. I did a show with Eric Mitchell. Yeah, dope spot. And um, that was it. Was funny because I was like, "Dang, my first day doing stand up was on this day, and now I'm getting you know I was booked for a show. So okay. it just showed like I was seven years later. So man, you said April twenty eighth. So um, don't quote me on it. I don't have to go to my Facebook to actually find the date. But I believe it was April twenty eighth. You know. Facebook got the memory. Yeah, so, got the memory. So, I was scared. I was geeked. Was like, April 28th. You know what's crazy? April 28th is my birthday. What? Swear to God. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's my birthday. That's April 28th. I was born April 28th, 1983. So. That was... That's crazy that you did your first stand up on my birthday. That's yeah, I, crazy. I, I hope that's it. Cause that, man, that's dope. That's dope. That's, one of, that's my birthday. My first stand up experience, I did in Corpus Christi, Texas. Like, because mm. I was already doing the, the videos... I was already doing the videos, and then my uh, my my sister, matter of fact, my little sister, my little sister, she just came uh, up here. She came from California, like, not too long ago. She told me to do open mic, and then, like, people were seeing my videos and DMing me, like, oh, you mm. should do comedy stand-up. I was ducking it. Like, I was like, I don't know how to do stand-up. I don't know how to do stand-up. And then I just went out there one day. To a place, it was an open mic, but they open mic was like catered to musicians. Oh, oh wow, okay. It was catered okay. to musicians. It was just like a bunch of bands and singers. And I got up there, I was nervous. I did a quick How five minutes. How was that for you? As being like, was you the only comic? Yeah, How I was, was that on, for you. It was cr- it was crazy because like you had real dope like acoustic guitar players. Yeah, you had dope singers, and then like. What I noticed about the crowd was, it's like people, the people that was up there, they was like regulars. Mm. So when I'm looking around the crowd, the audience, they was paying attention for like the first couple minutes. And then at that point, it was like background noise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was similar to like how you listen to the the, uh, the radio in your car. Like they was listening, but they were still holding they their conversation. So when I got up. They looking at me, they like, oh, he's finna sing or something, because I ain't had no instruments. But I was like, no, I'm about to tell some jokes. So I had to have the attention. So it got dead quiet. Because, like, when the, when the performers, like, when the singers and the guitar players and stuff were playing, yeah. like, they had control of the crowd, but, like, people were still talking. Like, you could still hear the table conversations. So when I got up there, I was like, yo, my name is Rob. I'm finna hit you with these jokes. It just got quiet. It changed the whole. It changed the whole. I was like, I gotta have their attention. Uh So I did like five minutes. I was super nervous. I was like looking down at my feet. 
<laughs> was was like, it off the fly? It was just off. The I had wrote some stuff. Okay. I had some wrote some stuff in that notebook, and I was practicing my set in the parking lot. Like I was in the parking lot, like right before I went up, I was in the parking lot, like practicing my set, and then I went up there. I did like quick five. I did five minutes, and then the dude recorded. He was like, "Man, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny." And then I just kept going from there. Like I got encouraged to just like keep going. And then after that, here we are on the Make the World Laugh podcast, Man. doing a big thing. So, comedy greats, like if no particular order, like yeah. who do you look for for like inspiration? Like who do you think are the best comedians? Like they could be past or present. Uh, Dave Chappelle, hey. Richard Pryor. Hey. You know who slept on? Robin Harris. Robin Harris is like the most slept on OG. Man, so slept on. Robin Harris, hilarious. If, if you haven't seen any of his stand up, please watch some of his stand up. He's hilarious. Um, uh, of course, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Oh, um, for the for the Chicago legend. Yeah, you know what? And who was the next person? Uh, I I thought like people always say Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was funny to me. I feel like it's somebody else who who was just Sinbad. Sinbad is hilarious. Yeah, people sleep on Sinbad. Sin, people sleep like, on Sinbad. I don't know Sinbad. if it's because of his content or whatever, but Sinbad is is hilarious. Like if you watch some of Sinbad stuff, he he has universal comedy that everybody that everybody can relate to. to. Like, you can't help but and I'm, I I totally agree with you. Sinbad, on that. man. They sleep on Sinbad. That's 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 your what's your name five. I say yeah, I, I believe that was five. That's I your five? That five. I'm agree with you on that because I I grew up like Eddie Murphy was hilarious. I wasn't old yeah. enough to watch none of his stand up. Delirious is classic. Delirious yeah. is classic. Delirious and raw. I wasn't old enough to watch them. I had to watch them later. But like Martin Lawrence for me because like I said yeah, earlier, yeah, Martin, my bad. Martin, <laughs> of course, Martin. Is like so, I would like, like everybody have like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and they are the greats. But, like, that was before my time. So, like, yeah. I grew up in the Martin Lawrence, like, Bernie Mac era. So, it's, of course, for me, it's, like, Martin Lawrence, so Bernie right. Mac, um, like you said, Dave Chappelle, Sinbad. Like, I grew up, mm-hmm. I watched every, I, I watched, like, every Sinbad special that I could see that, that came on cable, that came on, like, HBO. Yeah. Like, everyone that came on there, I watched them. And, like you said... He does universal comedy. It's universal. clean. Yeah, it's and clean. That's what I, makes him I, a genius because he can do hours of clean comedy without cursing. That takes a certain type of it, a mentality. Man, that takes I a certain type of person just waking up. <laughs> right. So Sinbad. So like it's Sinbad, Martin Lawrence, Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle. Uh, people who sleep on Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. I, I, Patrice O'Neill. Um. Who else? I want to go with those. Like, uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle, Martin Lawrence, Bernie Mac, Patrice O'Neill, and like, like you said, Robin Harris. Man, man, those are Sinbad. Like you said, Sinbad. I grew up watching Sinbad too. And those, like, for like, uh, Dave Chappelle, his last stand of Six and Sons. Have you watched it? I seen clips of it. I'm gonna tell you, you gotta truth. watch I, that. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't watch any um, new comics. Or I ain't gonna say new comics. I don't watch anybody else material. For real? Yeah. I think that's a comic thing. Yeah, I don't watch anybody. Like I just seen clips of it. Um, but I try to try to stay away from watching other people material when they special. I'm just I just I, feel like I I rather focus like. 
on my concepts. Like, don't get me wrong, ain't no disrespect today. I done seen clips of it, but I don't. I don't want to watch it yet. I I eventually watch it. People probably be on the other side like you ain't seen it. You ain't seen it yet. Hey, you gotta watch. I mean, I I see how you feel because like as comedians, like we don't want to like subconsciously like use something that they used already. But just for comedy purposes. The shit was hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. I, seen like, I watched it three. I, I watched it four times already. Damn. I watched it four, because I was watching. First time I watched it, just to be watching it, like, oh shit, yeah. it's Dave Chappelle. Then the second time I watched it was just to see how he jumps in and out of like jokes. Mm. Like he's so comfortable, he's genius, man. man. He's so comfortable. Like he tell, like he started off the set just like singing a Prince song. And that turned into like a whole, you know, three, four minute like premise like joke. And it was dope. And he did it like real casual. He did it real casual. So like never get a chance. Check it out. Watch Sticks and Stones. Because it was dope. Everybody was like, oh, it's so controversial. Blah, blah, blah. But that's like crazy over the web. But like it's real comedy though. That's what comedy is supposed to be about. And I said when I was promoting this podcast, like, bro, whatever me and you talk about, I'm like, me and Shakes is not finna apologize for whatever we say on stage or on whatever media. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You know what I'm saying? Apologize for nothing we say on these stage or these uh these media platforms that we got, man, because that's our job as comedians. To make light of like dark situations. My thing is, how is people getting mad about what somebody's saying and, and people killing people every day? I right. care about what somebody's saying. Right, everybody was getting killed out here. <laughs> Murder. Oh, Drop just like what somebody's saying. Get us together. Just like uh, motherfucking president, like oh, we trying to ban vaping. They trying to ban vaping because all these kids they get sick. Now you know what? Hey. So what the fuck is cigarettes I'm doing? Say again? this, look. <laughs> cigarettes is, and that's you know that's real though. So that's you stupid as fuck. I was gonna say because you're trying cigarettes to... is killing you every five seconds. Well, I sound like the ad. Is, <laughs> man, for every five seconds, a young nigga dies from smoking the squares. That's your slousing the couch on the on the on the TV commercial. All dead and flat smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Nah, they they'll do the commercials telling you not to do shit. They got telling they got commercials telling you to do to the do like, shit. But yeah, they trying to ban vaping. It was like you want to ban vaping, but you ain't gonna ban cigarettes or whatever over the over the counter drugs that's being prescribed to you every day. Like this shit sounds so stupid. He was like, oh, we banning vaping, but like cigarettes. Cigarettes still. Come on, I was, like, I was president. Y'all hate me. Because cigarettes, hey, you going to jail if you smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. This cigarette stank. This damn teeth falling out. Yeah, I'm talking my shit. Look, stop smoking them damn cigarettes, alright? That shit is bad for your breath and the atmosphere. That's real shit, though. I know y'all are like, well, what about driving? Well, motherfucker, I ain't to work sometimes. But them cigarettes, you don't need that motherfucker. You better stop smoking them damn squares. Man, them shit's strong. Like, that shit can yeah, be in your yeah, hair, clothes, walls. Um, your pores. Your pores. Shit like that. Well, like, you could be... Three cars ahead of me, and I can smell the cigarette smoke as you blowing out the window. And people be really like fiending over cigarettes. I seen a brother ask another brother, "Can I get a short of your shorts?" Smoking <laughs> <laughs> the butt, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. It ain't that serious. Like, and he was, and he watched his brother take every puff of his cigarette <laughs> and wait till he got to like, "Hey, can I get a short of your short?" And your brother even said, "This is a short." That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's stupid as hell. So. Yeah. With comedy, us being comedians, 
Like, do you feel like that it's, it's getting watered down? Like, a lot of comedians, they over here, they feel like they got yeah. to censor themselves. Because you can't say nothing no more. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like the one clip I did see with um with Dave Chappelle, he was talking about um using the N-word. Right. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, man, y'all, I feel like people going, I don't know, man. I feel like you should be able to say what you want to say. It's just like with rappers. Like, Pretty much. They say they they, they say whatever the fuck they, they, they say. What say. They want. I literally heard somebody say they walked in the church and shot the preacher. Like, <laughs> what the hell did the preacher do to you? Like, and you got people actually they listen to music twenty four seven and a lot of it is talking about nonsense. But not all the music because you got some dope rappers out here who you just we got good quality music out here. But the mainstream what was being pushed to you is terrible. So. I feel like as comedians, like we just cracking jokes. We don't mean no harm that we actually bring a light to the situation. Maybe half of the time, just think about it. A lot of the stuff that he's talking about, if he didn't talk about it, you probably wouldn't know about it. So look at it like this. So actually, he bring information to you. Pretty much. But you probably wouldn't even know that never ha- that you would never have. So don't get mad because the content is coming to you in a way you probably don't feel right about. But everybody getting disrespected in a certain way, no matter what. You feel what I'm saying? There's some people out here who smell some type of way and I feel disrespected. <laughs> I can't tell them how to smell. <laughs> right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, that's they smell. Like, I can't say, hey, you smell. No, that's your oh, that's your odor. You feel what I'm saying? That's what you live in every day. So, <laughs> he said that's what you live in. Real, so I just feel like it is being watered down because now people being, like, they're, they're, they're living in fear of what is being said because how it might affect their life and their career. And should nobody be living in fear about how they feel about life. It, it's a lot of people that say stupid stuff every day, but you would be arguing with everybody in the world if they, about everything because people say things every day that you don't like. And that's crazy because, like, niggas say what the fuck they want to say online. Yeah. Motherfuckers say what the fuck they want to say on internet, Facebook, all that. But then when they transfer into real life, now niggas is sensitive. I feel like everybody's sensitive. Everybody. That shit don't make no sense. Like, nigga, you just told, told me my mama was a dog ass bitch. So, and on when she's a dog ass? And then, but when it gets to like real life shit, it's oh, I'm sensitive. Yeah, you shouldn't nah. see it. They're like, nah, man, fuck that. You finna get all this ammunition. I feel bro. like for the people who, um, who mad at Dave Chappelle, you liked him when he was talking about, like, why y'all was talking about him when he was saying stuff about R. Kelly? You know what I'm saying? And, and stuff about um about all type of stuff. Just look at all his specials. He talks about controversial stuff so all, the all the time. So now like, when he's talking about new. a certain demographic of people, why is it such a big deal? He's been talking about everybody right. for as long as you've been watching him do stand up. So now you, a- come on, now now you see he don't care because he done made enough money. Because that's really what it, he done made enough money and he he grown he a grown ass man. He's small as hell now. He done knocked the motherfucker out in our reality if you really care. But Man, shit, like, speaking of R. Kelly, Dave Chappelle did a whole fucking piss on you skit. So I don't understand. I, like you said, I don't understand why niggas are tight. But like speaking of R. Kelly, this yeah. nigga has the nerve. <laughs> R. Kelly has the nerve to complain about the conditions he in in jail. Nigga, you are in prison. Like, what the fuck you thought that was gonna do to you? And like, my thing is, he got a pedophile. Like, my name is Robert, so he's fucking it up for me. But his middle name is Sylvester. If that ain't no old rapist pedophile name, I don't know what it is. You hey, are no, Robert. Name, no, it's Sylvester. It's Sylvester. Your name never. is Robert Sylvester hey, Kelly, nigga. Man, I'm going to say this about R. Kelly. 
R. Kelly, if you could watch this, <laughs> because on Facebook, now I don't say, look, in jail, it seems like they be having fun, that bitch, if you watch Facebook, like, they, how they in jail on Facebook? I don't get that, but I seen a video of him singing in Africa or Ethiopia, mm-hmm. I shared it, and this is my first time ever seeing this, and he was telling them to come to America, like, hit your shots. Do you have your passport? I was with you into that, man. You crazy, Robert, man. That nigga Robert Kelly. Sylvester. Sylvester. He in there like, oh, it's uncomfortable. I'm sure the little girls you was pissing on was uncomfortable too. Shit, you know, but I say this, you know, look. The parents are wrong too. I ain't gonna, I ain't trying to be controversial, but everybody in the wrong because how you first of all how you let a, a brother who can't read or write keep you trapped in a house for more than four months. You the stupid one because all you had to do is throw a book and run. That's all you had to do. But you that's his kryptonite. That's oh, his kryptonite right there. But and then for the parents. After the first month or two, and they ain't got no song or even a sample of a track, something shit that put in your head that they ain't making no songs, you feel know what I'm saying? But I think it's just crazy. It's just, man, we live in a, a crazy society. We live in a society. Of Is he really society. that illiterate, though? Like, you too damn old to be that damn dumb, though. Man. He boy. like 50 plus. They can't read it right. Damn, like, God damn, that sounds some. So, wait, wait, wait. That's not like freestyle all his songs. <laughs> like, that make him even wrong. If he that make him wrong. All his songs, he wrong as hell. But just think about that. If he couldn't read it right, then he was right. Like him not That's being like able to him. read it right at like fifty years old. That sounds like some old, you know, what I'm saying, right? Some old slave. Jim Crow shit. Like what is yeah. these these letters on this page type shit? Like, bro, you you too old. Somebody needs to have a tutor for you nah, or some shit. They, I don't know, man. <laughs> that boy Robert Sylvester Kelly out here peeing on girls, talking about how he uncomfortable in prison, and he and that bitch crying too. They showed him. like you're so, you're so uncomfortable. I need a. Then he make a dumbass request like, oh, I need a keyboard so I can record these songs. You're trying to do the studio hey, on your get him a keyboard. I bet he'll make some of the hottest man, tracks. Man, the hottest. Get the a hottest keyboard. Get the man a keyboard. Get the man a keyboard. Get the man keyboard. Bro, how you feel about this hot girl summer shit? That, that just felt like the summer's coming to an end. It's still warm out here in Chicago. Thank God. We need to enjoy this shit. Cause yeah, it's gonna be cold as hell. It'll be cold as hell next week. It'll be 45 degrees around this motherfucker. Y'all better get a winter jacket. From here, though. Like, if you come from uh, out of town, you need to buy your coat from here. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't bring the jacket that you want. You mm-hmm. need to go buy your coat. But, like, how you feel about the whole hot girl summer shit? Like, I think that just, in my opinion, that just gave thoughts an excuse to do some, <laughs> some more reckless shit. <laughs> some more reckless shit. Hey, I, feel like I live in my best life, hot girl. Someone was like, I'm gonna say this. I feel like the hot girl summer. If you do the statistics, I bet abortions rates was high. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel the like abortions rates got high during this hot, 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 hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Like, I don't know, man. Shit, I feel like they is using it 
just be hoes, but who really knows? What if she just being a hot girl and like she ain't really being a hoe? She just living her best life. Like she just finessing niggas and doing <laughs> And she out her actually just scamming motherfuckers. But this hot girl shit job rude as hell now. Shit Man. like, it's, hey, how you doing? It's a hot girl something nigga the fuck out my face. Don't care about y'all. You be like, damn, like it's yours. Okay? Real ass bitch give a fuck about nigga till your car break down. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. so, you know what? It's because till your car break down. Uh, you know where this shit come from? The goddamn hot crunchy girls and Takis. <laughs> that's that's how hot crunchy girls and Takis. That's what got these young girls like this. Take the Takis away. It's fine. They burn. You know? <laughs> the hot girl or something. Hot like, girl I ain't really stuff. seen like no successful hot girl shit. Like, I seen hot. If a hot girl or something, I seen girls like motherfucking licking on ice cream in the grocery store and putting that shit back. I feel like shit. These no, hoes out here. I could do one thing. Whoever made the song, um, made the stallion. So she, she ain't doing fuck. She, she, she balling off that shit. I seen hoes deep throating cucumbers and shit. Doing all summer. type of shit all <laughs> through the summer. Shit, like. <laughs> oh, yo. Y'all is like, going crazy. Y'all hoes making it cool. Dude. And one respect afterwards, like, bitch, you just deep throwing a cucumber. I'm like, not respecting you at all. Like, Somebody was gonna make a salad with that. <laughs> you just fucked up their whole no, salad. Vegans be mad as hell seeing that. They were like, that's sexual <laughs> Like, you just fucked them up. It's whole crazy. Salad. Everybody got rights nowadays. Shit, like, for real. Shit, for real. You wanna hear something crazy since we talking about controversial shit? Alright. So, you know, Bruce Jenner okay. changes sex to a woman. Now he Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. This old news, but it's new to me because I just found it out. All right, so Caitlyn Jenner went on Ellen and told Ellen how he don't agree or she don't agree with same-sex marriage. How the fuck is that possible? Ain't the LGBTQ the whole? Ain't that the same community? You was a whole athletic. That's fucking that shit. Okay. Like he was a whole Olympic athlete named Bruce. You chopped your dick up to become a woman, and then you go on Ellen Show, who is a known lesbian who's married to a woman, <laughs> and you tell her you don't you don't agree with same sex marriage, but then turn around and you dating a woman. Wait, huh? He Caitlyn is dating a woman. I'm so confused right now. That shit makes absolutely no sense. That shit makes sense. no sense. That's like that's the world we live in right now. I seen a, I seen a, a news um some shit on um on the internet was saying that transgender is mad at imposter transgender. What the fuck is an imposter transgender? Ain't they both imposters? <laughs> <laughs> Right Man, now, people like, have an identity crisis, bro. Yeah, I saw that shit. That really, that's that ain't, that's an identity crisis. Right? That's an identity yeah. crisis because I saw that shit. I was like, wait, you was married to a woman, changed yourself into a woman, says you don't agree with same sex marriage, just to fucking date a woman. Like this you a man though. <laughs> you chopped your dick off for nothing because fucking hell no. That's a real life decision. You still. You was married to a whole woman that had like three kids. By <laughs> hey, that's some crazy I'm shit, just boy. Wrong with this bitch. Hey, you crazy? <laughs> I'm just Kayla, saying. Jenner, whatever the fuck you name. Man, yo, that shit. That's why watching too much damn Jerry Springer. Stop watching TV. Fuck is this? I'm gonna tell you the truth. I haven't watched TV in the last three to five years. What For real? I'm, I'm dead serious. I swear to God. That's deep. The 
the only time I watch TV is like if I'm at somebody else's house or I'm at uh, in my job or say if I'm walking to a restaurant. Other than that, I have I haven't sat down watching TV on my own in the last two to five years. That's not even the joke on fruit. And the last time I was watching TV, like oh, you know how like it's like something just came like you can't do this no more. And the last shows I watched was Cheetahs, Jerry Springer, and Maury. Those all fucking ratchet. That was like the the foundation for ratchet TV. Yeah, it was crazy because it's like man, TV really do influence the way people act or the way they see themselves in the world, and that's crazy because shit, it's somebody who putting that shit together behind the screen. Like that one. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's part. crazy. But damn, you ain't watched this. I mean, makes sense because if you got a phone, you could pretty much stay up on yeah. what's current. Yeah, I don't watch TV though. I don't. I feel like it's. It's. I don't know. It's a waste of time. Like it. It just ain't. I don't know. When I did, we used to watch TV. I used to watch like Comedy Central, music videos, and um, BET, and all type of shit. But other than that, I, I I just stopped watching it, man. It actually has benefited my life. Really, man. Like yeah. I don't watch. I mean, I ain't gonna say I don't watch TV because I watch TV, but like I watch a lot of movies. Okay. And then like I'm a big like Netflix and Hulu okay. fan, so I watch like series. Like I watch that, but as far as like yeah, that's out of my budget, but okay. <laughs> but as far as like regular TV shows, it's not a whole lot of TV shows that I I watch. Like I said, I'll watch like series like on Netflix that they be having. Like I'll binge watch whatever good ass yeah, show is. But like Netflix, like I'm on Netflix, but like I don't watch the only regular TV show. I'm a nerd, so I watch like Flash and Black Lightning and all them superhero shows, and then I watch Power. Y'all know how the Power reactions be going. So I watch man, last I watch Power that. episode, man, long ass time. Shit, that nigga stopped on season one, episode yeah. one. <laughs> man, I'm sad. I'm, I'm, sad. I'm like an old man, a young body, like. Man, I will go with some butterscotch and salt peppermints. <laughs> That's how old I am. Like, I'm old as hell. So, it's like a lot of stuff. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to a lot of new music. Um, that's one thing. But I don't listen to... Cause like, shit to listen to. Yeah, I don't listen to, like... It gotta be catchy. No, it's like, every time I get in somebody's car and they playing some music, that's my first time ever hearing Because I don't listen to radio. I don't listen to, like, damn near, like, the 50s and, and, and the 90s. The 50s and, and that all between that. That's it. Other than that, I can't. Good. This is what's in the fifties. Yeah, I'm talking about like uh, what's old school. See, this is for your time. I mean, like, oh, <laughs> so what's the song? Uh, Only eyes for you. That's old school. You know what I'm saying? Like back in my day, stepping in shit. It's in fifties and yeah. Yo, stepping. Do people still step? Who don't step? I mean, I'm just saying. I know us being in Chicago. Yeah, stepping is. Classic for Man, Chicago. That is Chicago heritage. Like, no, because I'm saying, I remember growing up and, like, it used to be like this basic cable channel or, like, a regular, uh, I think it was like a regular TV channel, but they used to have this show that used to come on late at night called Stepping in Club 7. Stepping in Club That's what it was called. Like, all my OGs, all the OGs <laughs> watching this, ask, ask, like, who? Know a bunch of old niggas. Ask Derrick J. I'm old niggas, bro. That I bet you they know about Stepping in Club. I promise you, it came on like regular TV. It came on late at night, and it was called Stepping in Club Seven. And it would just, it would be a showcase. It would just be a show, <laughs> oh, and you just watch right. people stepping. Well, That's all. Soul Train, man. We need to start back a Soul Train. <laughs> you man. just watch back in the days. Dance for real. Like, oh, yeah, they're real. They're they, 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 they,
see like we finna dance off and have the cardboard box and do some shit. And, like, <laughs> and, and that's the fight right there. That's the right. Real and time. then if you lost the dance battle, it was over. You it was over to, with. Now you try that shit next week. Yeah, nowadays. Everything. What happened, man? Now, I've been having this debate. I don't know if you've been part of I've been I've been heavy on the motherfucking Popeye's Chick-fil-A <laughs> debate just because I don't have shit else to do with my, my life and I thought it was hilarious. But it was a lot of Chicago people like debating with Chick-fil-A and Popeye. I'm like, ain't a lot of fucking Chick-fil-A's in Chicago. Like, That's what, what makes Chick-fil-A so good. <laughs> I mean, it's the fact that you gotta fight to get to them. That's what makes Chick-fil-A so good. See, Popeye's everywhere. Popeyes, oh, Popeyes, 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 I don't know how to answer this. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, it's a, it's a chicken. That's why it's nicotine in the private. Bro, why I run it hey, remember, right. hey, you know, at, when people was going crazy for this shit, I thought about two things. What? Remember on Undercover Brother? Yeah, he took over the world with the chicken on the movie Undercover Brother with, 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 with Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin, right? He, the dude took over the world because he was injecting. Shit in the in the chicken for mind control. Oh, okay, I remember that. I remember that. Okay, <laughs> he okay. injected the mind control really in the chicken. Show, actually. Huh? Well, they. Well, That's why everybody went crazy for the Popeyes. So I see, I'm gonna see all the ones who ate chicken, y'all brain. Right? <laughs> like, see, right now the ones who ain't eat the chicken, we safe. We safe. <laughs> all you everybody went crazy. Like, they gonna hit a button. Well, y'all I seen how. Go hit a button. Everybody gonna find the truth. Man. Like so, yeah. That's the that's two things I thought about when yeah. everybody went crazy for the chicken. I thought about undercover brother, and he put the uh, that um, mind controlling chicken. And then I thought about that episode of the Boondocks when they put that chicken restaurant in the neighborhood, and it was the episode was called like I don't know. It had chicken swine flu or some shit. And it was it was making people it was driving people crazy, like and then it was turning them into like zombies and shit. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Yeah, it was turning them into like shot over a chicken sandwich. Fam went crazy in the drive-through because they ain't had no more. Chicken I didn't really have it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw the video. Wow. Dude hey, went crazy because they ain't had no more. And they got it's sad. Man. They like got I, acting like it's over some damn chicken sandwich. Man, I went to Burger King one time and they ran out of burgers when I ain't start flipping shit over. <laughs> like, now, I see if it's a witness, that's a bad bitch, but not no damn chicken sandwich. She went you shit, that's a bad motherfucker. Motherfucker. That four for four, I love. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's a lifesaver. It be coming in the clutch. Like, that four for four. And shout out to McDonald's uh, chicken sandwich because y'all been consistent. One uh, eleven every time I go through it. <laughs> so, like, you know, I appreciate the consistency because sometimes that's all I got is one eleven. So, like, I appreciate y'all. I'm, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay true to who. who you get the spicy chicken. I get the original, man. I'm, I'm old school. All that's look. Give me a chicken. <laughs> it's it's too much. It's too much for your heart. Yeah, I'm getting old. I think about stuff like this. I'm this. I'm gonna put y'all on the gas. Don't judge people off their clothes, off their looks. Judge them off the cereal. They, the cereal. That tells a lot. Just think about cereals. Cereal is the first thing you eat. Right. If they get raisin bread, they're a wise person. 
But they get the regular raisin bread and, and Lucky Charms. They irresponsible. <laughs> so I don't need all this shit in my cereal. I just need to be full and balanced out for my day. So See, raisin bread, raisin bread. Get and, um, I always add extra raisins. Um, what else? Uh, Cheerios. Don't add no sugar. We grown. Just plain Cheerios or the honey nut Cheerios. Plain. We grown. Yeah, you don't need no flavor. I'm you get old. I'm like, what you need all this shit for? Sugar killing us. Sugar bad for us. People don't know this shit. That's the thing, though, man. They don't tell us about ourselves. We just be living. We just be kids, and then we get teenage, and then we want to be adults, and then try to fix your body and your damn kidney finna fall out because you've been drinking, looking at pop all your life. You right. So, like, man, I don't know. I feel like I feel slighted at times. Just in life. Because I'm for real. Like, they pushing all this shit to us and ain't telling us what this shit really for. It's really, that's that's true though. Real shit. Ain't yeah. nobody got explanation for half the shit they be pushing to us. They just be pushing shit to us and we just be accepting it. Motherfuckers don't like My thing is, you ain't got questions everything, but don't accept everything that's given to you. Fuck the shit that's not. Fuck that shit yourself. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't that. Hey. But on top of that, you said people pushing all this shit to it, but like, I don't think people in Chicago will ever give up on Mal so. Hell no. <laughs> hey, I got, look, I got some heroes on that table, and I told them, she was like, what all you want? Hot Mal sauce and hot sauce. Look, Mal sauce. I love Mal sauce. Hell yeah. And, and you go to other cities, they Mal sauce be dirty as hell. Like, <laughs> y'all, like, it be, uh, it be watered down, and then, man, come on. Chicago got some of the best. Mouth sauce and best pizza ever. Facts. I'm gonna tell you. We can't. Thing. We we can never give up. Hey, give look, up on mouth sauce. Like I that shit is universal. From. It go on everything. You come from Mars. <laughs> you be like, hey, Chicago, you got some good ass mouth sauce. They eat mouth sauce on planet yeah. Jupiter. Really Straight up. I, I love mouth sauce. Mouth sauce, it go good. I don't know what it's made and, out and of. And you know what? Shout out to Sweet Baby Ray. They the barbecue sauce. barbecue sauce best. Honey pit, y'all cool, but you ain't got shit on sweet baby red. <laughs> Honey pit, I feel like if you, you a cheap motherfucker if you get. Get that open uh, pit? Yeah, open pit. Hey, yeah, that's I grew up on that shit though. <laughs> I, hey, I didn't have no choice, man. Like, fuck it. it was hey, look, that big man. ass blue bottle of open pit, that shit is spicy as That shit, <laughs> that, hey, shit. that shit be watery as hell. I'm trying to pour some that shit on It be watery as hell, and then it be like. It don't have like a barbecue taste to it. That shit be spicy as fuck. Like that shit is made out of vampire blood. Please <laughs> stop eating blood. fucking open pit. I learned early. I'm a fat skinny dude. So like, hey, don't invite me to your house and say make yourself at home because I'm going to eat up all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in your crib, butt ass nigga eating all your sandwiches and everything. Don't tell me <laughs> make yourself at home shit because I love to eat shit. Food. Talk. You know who else got some low key good um barbecue sauce and they ain't even no name brand person. Um go to Jewel's Oscar. That's all I just tell you. Go to Jewel's Oscar, say from Stony Island. I believe so. I believe so. Cap- yeah, Captain Kirk. There yeah, it is. There you go. Shout out to the basement, Captain Kirk. Man, like you ain't getting a fumble size, like how you supposed to, but you got some good mouth sauce, man. I mean, barbecue sauce. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't even know what the fuck that looks like. Support black. I think I had it though. Captain Kirk. It's good though. It's good. Oh, more yo, what happened to more annoying? Shout out to more annoying, even though they not around no more. They not around. Yeah, more annoying. We losing all the good stuff. More annoying. Pay less. Um. Um. What else? We don't, we losing some legends out here. We losing some people who that who that 
then molded some characters. It did, man. I'm Shout out to my first pair of imitation man, Jordans yeah. came from Payless. I had some XJ 900s. <laughs> Shout out XJ to my cousin Kentrell. Me and him oh, had matching XJ 900s from Payless. They look like the motherfucking Jordan 3s, I think. They look like the 3s. I ain't gonna lie. I had a white and gray pair, and he too. had some, he had some, uh, the, I, I think the black and gray pair. <laughs> For real. The first pair of name brand gym shoes, this probably before it was happening. I think I had some British Knights. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought those shits was dope as hell. I had a pair of British Knights. Shout out to British Knights, goddammit. MC Hammer was. That sounded like the Irish shoe shit. back in the medieval times. Get your British Knights. Like, <laughs> like, if you ain't had no British Knights in the medieval times, you wasn't shit. Like, That's from the chop your motherfucking head up. No. Off with his head for his British Knights. His British Knights. Stop, man. That's. I, I think Heart, like, who yeah, goes first, there? First pair of Georges was fake. Shout out to my dad. He tried. <laughs> he tried. I knew that was fake too. Now I, I still warm school day. Yeah, that's the My first part. pair of Jordans was the uh on um, the eight, the Bugs Bunny jumps, the ones with the straps across them with the twenty. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, with the strap. I know what you're talking about. Uh, my favorite ones. ones that was the one and only pair. The threes and the fours. I I ain't a big Jordan friend. Me neither. They look cool from a distance. Fuck from a all distance, that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck from all distance, that. I, they, I Can't nobody tell me what like a new pair of Jordans look like. Did you ever have some shacks? Nah, nigga. I seen that shit. I was like, what the fuck? Them shits made me dizzy. They had a fucking zebra pattern on them or something. Hey, I seen somebody get smacked with a shack. <laughs> I know. Shaq was selling his shoes at the grocery store for real. Like you saw them shits at Family Dollar in the back. Shaq was trying to get that money on them ugly ass shoes because he was the only person to wear those. I ain't never seen nobody with no shacks. Nah, man, you want some shacks, you was homeless. It's <laughs> <laughs> the certain shoes that, like, was told me, are you homeless? But it's cool. He said, are you homeless? It's okay, cool. it's cool. It's cool, though. I like, get it, man. You're struggling yeah, right now. You got on your shacks. Yeah. That was like one grade below, like, having a pair of LA Gears or some man, shit. Or some Starbucks. Man, the Starbucks or whatever. The Starberries. Starberries. The yeah. N1 shoe. Yeah. <laughs> N1 crossovers. The nigga was selling those shoes for. As much as it costs to make them and put them together. For real, though. It's crazy how, how, how we judge people off stuff they wear. It is. But it's like some of that shit just looks so... Terrible. It Tack. does. It looks terrible. Like, it looks terrible. You know what people what shoe people sleep on? Pumas. Pumas are comfortable, though. Yeah, they got some nice shoes. And New Balance. I had they a got some cool little new balances out there. I ain't gonna lie, but hand me some chucks and I'm cool. Man, I got Doctor Shows. You can't be wearing. He said Doctor Shows. Yeah, you can't be wearing. Your feet be hurt like a motherfucker. Your feet flat as hell. Shit, I'm for real. Nice pair of chucks. It's a lot of people show. don't like to wear chucks. I got like three pair of chucks. Well, know. two now. Uh-huh. But chucks is comfortable. They feel like slippers. Yeah. You know, like man, they too. I feel my feet flatter. Hey, they come with me. It made me feel like I'm in the sandlot. That's when the baseball movie. Man, that was, that was like one of my favorite movies. Was running from that big ass dog and shit. He knocked that gate down. He had on the chucks. He had the motherfucking PF flyers. Those PF flyers. What was it? It was another show. Airwalk. Shout out to Airwalk. Shout out to Airwalk. Man, he said that Airwalk. I seen them one time. I'm like, yo, not the air walks. You know what, people, man, you know what, though? I really, I rocks with 
The Sharab make the world laugh shirts though, man. Right? Oh, I love these right here. You know what I'm saying? I ain't wear. I, 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 I should have wore actually, man. Oh, I got it at the crib. I got a black Thanks for the shout out. Grab some shirts, man. Man, grab the shirt. I'm going to plug grab everything shirts, at the man. end of the podcast. Grab, shirts, grab the shirt. You know, I got them in green and purple and blue and white and Grab that classic black, y'all. That classic. Hey, that black do go hard. I got. All right, right now, man, I ain't got my shirt, my Shakes the World shirt. I got one. Uh, his shirt dope, though. He yeah, wore it. Nice, he wore it. It's, it's a dope shirt. It's his logo and shit. Animated. It's it's dope as hell, man. We out here. How did you, I want to ask you, how did, what, what was the inspiration for your logo? Um, I so the, the laugh face and the Man, I so the whole story behind the logo was I always wanted to make t-shirts, okay. but I had I didn't have nothing to attach to it. Mm. Like I ain't had like no brand or nothing, so I got it. I got up with my uh, my best friend Ashley Love. Shout out to Ashley Love. Yeah, shout out to Ashley. Been my best friend since uh, been my friend since I was in sixth grade. That's that's beautiful. Been my friend yeah. since I was in yeah. sixth grade, man. So me and her was out was brainstorming ideas for t-shirts because we was trying to go into business together and come up with something for t-shirts. And then like once I started to make the world laugh. Movement, shout out to my nigga Lathan Monaghan for the originator of making the page, the original Make The World Laugh, and then I changed it to Make The World Laugh because somebody else was using it anyway. I hate when I <laughs> Anyway, I she, uh, we was brainstorming, she, she the one that told me to make t-shirts. She was like, you mm-hmm. should sell shirts okay. to promote your brand. Up, and then she was like, I'm going to uh, come up with a bunch of different logos and then I'm going to send them to you. And then you just pick one that you like. So she put this together. So she put the whole spray cane with the smiley face. And she put it together. And I was like, yo, I like that one. And then once I uh, picked that one, she made a shirt, sent it to me. And I rocked it. And was like, oh, shit, this shit look dope. Yeah. And then she she rocked her shirt. And then after I told people I was selling shirts, it's like kind of it just took off from there. Hey, you've been doing your thing, man. You, I've been seeing people buying shirts and man, buying bro. shirts. So hey, it's a blessing. That. It's a blessing. Like believe in yourself, people. Uh, <laughs> talk, believe in yourself. Message. On some shit, believe in Message. yourself. You you can do a lot with just believing in yourself. I'm telling you, believe in yourself. For real. It's a beautiful thing. You create many great things just by believing in yourself. I'm telling you, you never man. So that's the that's the story behind the, the t-shirt. So I appreciate. You know, giving a shout out for the shirt. Shout out to Ashley again. She came. And man, hey, shout out to you, Justin, with your comedy grind, man. Because you've been out here doing your thing, man. Getting consistently funny on stage. If you're watching this right now and you haven't seen him on stage, you need to check out his shows, man. Hilarious dude. Do I see your confidence every time you get on the stage? Just going there, going there, going there. And I can't wait until, man, for the coming years to just see where you're going to be at. Man, appreciate it, appreciate it. Shout out to God by Johnny, man. Man, shout out to God by Johnny. Pilsen, dude, you went last. Nigga, we went crazy. Raw comedy, we was outside. We was outside in the alley doing comedy. (laughs) Basically, though. (laughs) We was outside in the fucking alley. Now, if anybody's familiar with the uh, Pilsen yeah, Art yeah. District in Chicago, yeah. what's that on West Side? Yeah, West Side, West, out West going on. Out, out West, it's it's a dope scenery. Mm-hmm. The Pilsen Art House is dope. Beautiful like, graffiti in that area. Check beautiful graffiti. graffiti. Like when you go in the crib, it's art on the wall, on the refrigerator. You go in the bathroom, it's art on the toilets, the shower curtains. <laughs> they got a black light in there, so the whole bathroom Check light it out. out. That shit crazy. Hey, man, shout out to I, I love the city, man. What's the craziest experience so far? Cause I know you was you was out, you was 
in the army. And I was in. I was in the navy. In the yeah. navy. How, what was so? You know, how long you been back? I've been back since December. December. So, so like how, what's the craziest experience you done had? The craziest. With just anybody. The craziest. Oh, I got finessed by a homeless dude. I got I got finessed by I almost got finessed by a homeless dude. I should say that that was a crazy experience. Like so, I tried to help out the homeless, right? So I had uh, twenty dollars in my pocket. Okay. So I reached down and I looked at it. I'm like, I'm not giving this homeless thing this twenty. I'm like, I don't, even, I don't even give my friends twenty unless they really need it. So I was like, fam, let me go in the store and get you some change. This homeless nigga pulled out a wad of money. Was like, fam, what you need? And started telling my homeless man still get the fuck away from me. <laughs> they be asking. Talking about, he was like, hey, family, like, what you need changed for? I got like, what the fuck type of shit you doing? So that was like one of the craziest things I experienced since I've since I've been back. I home. think so. One of the craziest experiences I had was in the summertime, like probably like four or five years ago. Man, fell asleep. Well, I didn't fall asleep on the train. Hey, people. Chicago, Chicago ones don't fall asleep on the train. It was Please summertime, man. And people was, fall, was sleep on the red line. And this dude, this how I knew it was going to go down. It was hot as hell, about like 80 degrees. He got on the train with a damn black ass trench coat. Hot as hell. People were on the train sleeping shit. Thank God I ain't go to sleep. This man pulled out a goddamn blade that you shave with. You know, they shave you at the barber with the real sharp one. Mm-hmm. And was cutting people's pockets open. Wow. And taking that shit. And we got some 95th motherfuckers woke up. First thing you know, you Damn. wake up, you put your hand in your pockets, shit going right through that shit, touching their thighs. <laughs> crazy hey, that's there. fucked up. That's, that's not crazy funny shit, with it. But it, it is dope, man. Chicago crazy. Chicago shit. is crazy. Bro. I love my city, though, man. I, I love this place. Like it's crazy. Like people are like, oh, it's it's mad violent. Only in certain areas. Like I feel like everybody, every city got their bad part. Because hey, the suburbs is terrible too. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you the truth. Look, if you're in the suburbs and you see a house. That like they lying, took care of. That's the killer in the neighborhood. <laughs> if you look around and everybody shit bow and they grass ain't mow, they got bodies in the basement. Remember that's that. great. Everybody's so, name. But I know you hype me up, but I have to I have to give my respect to you, my brother, because I when I first got when I first got to Chicago and started doing uh stand up. Twine Cruz. Yeah, shout out to Twine. Shout out to Twine and Kim. They just got married. Shout out to Twine and Kim. Shout out to marriage. Shout out to marriage. (laughs) Shout out to marriage. But, but like, no. Twine hit me up like, yo, go to VIP. Uh, He was like, me and Kim going to be there on Wednesday. Go to VIP. He was like, I used to host there. He was like, I know Femmo. I know Biko. He was like, just tell Femmo you to do some time. And the night I did my thing, this brother right here, First time I saw him, he came in there. He did his thing because we was in there that night. Uh, it, was, it was packed. That it was night. packed that night because I think uh, Lisa Lair and Corey Bell was in there that night. Mm-hmm. But this brother here, and like once I started getting comfortable and doing comedy, I was with Twine and connecting with him. He like you need to go here, boo boo, and then like. Man, I saw this dude again because I was doing skits with Twine Cruz and Kim Washington. And I saw this brother again. Like when I tell you his timing is crazy on stage. Like as far as like the up and coming comedians that's around that's doing their thing out here, his timing is everything. Like I've never seen him hesitate or pause during a joke. Like he keeps it like his pace is crazy. His 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 stage presence is is crazy. Everything is just 
He he won because he's been doing this since he was seventeen. Yeah, and he's twenty five now. 25. So like yeah, everything he do, okay. he talking about me. His confidence is crazy. Like he'll just keep going, and that's that's the type of confidence I want to get at because he's super comfortable on stage. And not only that, my brother like. We did two skit, two three skits together with Twine Cruz. Check out some skits. Check man. out some skits. And after I, we did some skits, me and him skits. linked up. He told me about his open mic. He do an open mic every Monday, y'all. Every Monday at the Ivory Jerk Bar and Grill. So I came and I sat at the table, talked to him and shit. He was high as fuck. Oh. <laughs> and we was talking. And ever since then, this has been like my brother because he told me where to go. He told me who to talk to. And he pretty much put me on to people. He was like, yo, I'm finna tell D-Man about you. I'm finna tell Sheree Luckett about you. Uh, like, he started telling people yeah, about me. And you. then he was telling me where to go. Like, you should go here. You should go here. You know, here. So, like, I know I'm older, but he's like a mentor because he's like, yo, go I here, go here. That, and since then, me and him be like, hit the ground running. Like, 2020, 2019 is going to be dope. Hey, 2020 is going to be crazy. 2019 has been beautiful. It's 2019 so has been dope. This summer was yeah, dope. This winter was dope. He put me on. He put me on one of my first comedy showcases. I know the first comedy showcase I did with you was in Gary with uh, Mike Hatchett. Yeah, that, that was, was our, that was my first official yeah, comedy so showcase. And then after that, he put me on a showcase. Which hey, was that's dope. that show hey. every last Saturday of the month at the Wise Owl three two four South Racing Avenue. We got free parking and a parking lot, so you ain't got to worry about getting caught with Absolutely. So, we're coming to an end of the show, the podcast, and we're going to take another shot to end the show. Let's get it, man. Yeah. Make this bus ride wonderful. <laughs> I am on unemployment toy, y'all, so... Um, this one, you got to No, I had the um, oh. other one. You had to? Yeah. All right, babe. Whatever. I don't know, shit. Okay. All right, babe. So, we finna toast it up to 2020. Hey, 2020, man. We're for sure. So, and real quick, plug yourself, plug your business, plug oh. your brand, let everybody know what you're about. So, before I get up out of here, uh, like I said, follow me on Instagram at Shakes the Comedian, Facebook Market Shakes. Um, you can follow me on those on social media platforms. Uh, every Monday, I'm at the Ivory Jerk Barn Grill, 344 North Clark Street. Uh, we don't got free parking, but on the opposite side, if you get that, the seven is free. Uh, yeah, um, you can catch me at Corner 52. Shout out to Open Minds, Open Mic. That's a showcase that I'm part of as well. Um, and man, you know what? Be happy, man. I say this all the time. Your happiness is your currency and your character is your foundation. And what I mean by that is, man, your happiness is everything. And like, that's what fuels you and, and keeps you going in life. And your character is your foundation because that's who you are. So remember, man, as long as you're happy, you got money in your pocket. So uh, I appreciate you, brother. Real talk, man. Man, this has hey. been a dope Make the World Laugh debut reboot of the podcast. I hope y'all tune in. I hope y'all watch. Uh, the next Thursday, we're going to have a Pussy Power podcast on here with Tiny and Day Day. That's going to be hey, dope. They're they doing their thing, too. So look out for them. They do their podcast every Tuesday, but I'm going to let them tell they when they get on here. But shout out to my man, Marcus Shakes. And y'all know me, I'll make the world laugh. Get the merch. Follow the podcast. Follow the Instagram. All formats of social media is make the world laugh. And we out. Till next time. Please, man. I love you. We out of here.